Hello and welcome. I'm Regina, your host and mindset coach. This is the Moms Who Achieve podcast, where we discuss motherhood, mindset, money, and everything in between to equip first-generation changemakers with the tools they need to create the lives they want and deserve by managing their minds and taking massive action. I am super ecstatic that you're here, and I'm hopeful that with an open mind, you'll leave with exactly what you came for. Let's go. Today, we're going to talk about a concept I learned from Everything is Figureoutable. I'm on my deep study of this book. It was written by Marie Forleo. And honestly, there are so many gems here that I could probably just base my entire podcast on what I'm learning in this book. But today, we are going to focus on the concept of clarity comes from action. So I know we all have some kind of inner pull to do something, be something, try something, Maybe we're confused on what it is. We're not sure what to do next. So we do nothing because we're unsure of the next move. Life is happening. We're so busy anyway. We get stuck in thinking, researching, planning, you know. So the concept here is that if you want clarity, you've got to move. You may not know, but you've got to do something, even like the smallest step. Many of us are scared to do something, to make a move, even the smallest, because we're afraid of failing. We're not sure if it's the right thing. But her advice here is to do something, anything. Take your situation and think of something you can physically do to push you in any direction. The reason it's important to take action is because it's in the doing, the actual doing of something where you will vibrationally get a feeling, you know, if you like it, if you don't, if it's the quote unquote right way, if it's not, this feeling can only come when you're actually doing the thing. And as you do it, as you grow, as you raise your vibrational level and you're on a higher frequency, more comes to you. And If you make a move and it's not the right one, then you know to go the other way. And the more you kind of trial and error and you try something that's not really working out. Okay. You try something else. Okay. That's kind of cool. Right. And you keep going that direction. And I love what she put in there is that there are no failures, only lessons. So I don't fail. I either win or I learn. But I really feel like a lot of this comes from childhood where we're so afraid to just do something to try something because never have you ever heard as a child that doing the wrong thing, making a mistake, being wrong was celebrated, was okay, was encouraged, especially in school. Whereas in the real world, the people that fail, the people that jump out and do things despite not knowing what to do, the people that make mistakes and keep going and learn from them, those are the ones that are actually successful in doing the things they want to do. So we have it like backwards the way they were taught in school. You know, mistakes are bad. You get your paper marked up with a red pen, you know, oh, you're in trouble or, you know, you're not following exactly what we said to do. So then you're in trouble. Like, you know, it can go on and on of how we are taught and conditioned as children that wrong, making a mistake, doing the wrong thing, uh, going outside the box, not following the crowd are all bad things. So it's normal for us to have that feeling because at a very young age, we were conditioned to feel that way. And it's important to know that so that as we move through that fear anyway, we can be mindful of why we feel so uncomfortable and why our body is trying to push us back into our comfort zone. 
So example, I wanted to start a podcast, but that was it. I didn't know what I wanted to talk about, who I wanted to talk to, only that I like to talk. What can I do? What what action can I take? I can, yes, continue thinking, oh, it'd be so fun to start a podcast. I don't know, though. I don't know what I should do. I'm not sure who my audience is. I don't know how to get started. Like all the questions that come up when you do something new. But what can I do? So what I did was I downloaded an app. I think it was Anchor. And I was just started recording. Like I think maybe even two years before I actually started the actual podcast okay I'm, I'm doing this I just started recording and I had no intention of ever sharing it honestly but as I talked you know I learned that there were things that I didn't want to talk about for 20 minutes you know for by myself and to myself and then there were topics that I could talk about all day long as long as I you know knew I had an audience and a community and I knew it was important as long as I felt it was important I learned that I ramble when I talk unless I have a guide something that I can go off of I learned that I actually don't like talking to myself I enjoy conversational setups I learned that I had no angst to really talk directly to men at all that I actually love talking about personal growth more than I do my own profession. You know, that I love talking to women, that I love talking about momhood, that I love to actually share my experience. And I love to talk about things that people don't really understand are normal, you know, kind of talk about things that are outside the box, like fear and pushing through it and, you know, fucking up. Cause we all do like that kind of thing. I love to just really put it out there. The elephant in the room. I love to talk about it. So I would not have learned any of that if I was still thinking to myself or telling other people or researching about the podcast or, oh, it'll be fun. You know, if I was still there, I would not have learned any of this because none of that was even possible for me to learn until I made a move because I took the action. It helped to clarify things, you know, that Google nor friend could clarify for me. We don't take action because, like I said, fear fear of failing, of success, maybe, of having more responsibilities, of creating a higher expectation of ourselves as either, you know, self-imposed or from other people. Fear of getting out of the normal routine, fear of criticism. It's a big one for me. What would other people think? You know, maybe I don't know enough that, you know, imposter syndrome. I'm not supposed to be here. Who am I to tell someone something? Who am I to teach something? You know, I don't have this. I don't have that. Yeah, I don't have all the answers and just getting in our own way. And a quote in the book from Marie Forleo says, clarity comes from engagement, not thought. Whenever you're trapped in the hell of indecision, do something about it as quickly as possible. Find a way to take tangible, real action and you'll be rewarded with priceless feedback to inform your next steps. When you are stuck in a paralyzing thought loop of indecision, stop thinking and start doing. Make a move, no matter how tiny. Find or make a way to do a real world experiment. Action is the fastest and most direct route to clarity. So, okay, we understand now that we need to take action. And you may be wondering how. Give me some quick tips, Regina, on how I can get started and and what to do. For me, I can tell you what has worked for me and what's helped me. First thing in the morning, do a brain dump. You know, so when you wake up, before you consume, before you grab your phone, before you read a message, before you check your social media, 
grab a notebook, grab a journal. You can have it at the bedside, you know, in your nightstand. You can have it at your kitchen table, wherever you find yourself. You can have it in the bathroom next to the toilet with your pen ready. If that's where you go when you first wake up. Set a timer if you need to and just do a brain dump. Make yourself write anything. Whatever comes to mind, it doesn't even have to make sense. Just get it out there so those thought motions are going. Make sure that you are clear on your goals. You want goals for now, but you also want long-term goals. If you don't know what your goals are or what you want, Marie Forleo had a great suggestion in her book. It was to take a journal, piece of paper, pen. For seven days, you want to write what I really want is at the top of the page, one page for each day, and you just keep writing. What I really want is, what I really want is, and just keep writing. It doesn't have to make sense. Don't worry about grammatical errors, anything. Fill up the entire page. Do that for seven days and do not read them in between. And then you go back and you reread what you wrote, kind of circle what keeps coming up. I did this and what I found is that community was really important for me. I had not even realized that and it made me think that way back, Years, maybe 10 plus years ago, when I started a Facebook page, I had created a group way back then for resources, like different ways that you could volunteer in the community, just like providing free resources to whomever followed it. And since then, I have always found myself creating some type of group, community. I've helped other people um, monitor their group or moderate their group, just getting people together. And it's always been women. I love parties. I love talking in groups. And I didn't realize that before. So that was one thing that was clear to me after writing that, that I didn't realize how important community was. So doing this exercise will help you clarify what it is you really like. You'll start seeing words that you've used every day or most days, different kind of subliminal messages that are in there that will help you realize some things that maybe you didn't know consciously before. I really love the exercise. And I think that even if you do know what you want, quote unquote, I think everybody should do this because even if, and I plan to do it often more often than one time like we change we grow we evolve so I plan to you know maybe if it's even once a year just kind of going back and just doing the exercise again because we grow and we are our goals may change um what I want now may be nothing compared to what I want you know a year from now or maybe drastically different so I think that no matter who you are where you are where you are in your journey you could benefit from doing something like this. And it doesn't have to always be about business. It could be relationship or with your children, your spouse, your partner, whatever, like work. It doesn't It doesn't have to be about anything in particular. I think that you should start with intention. So, you know, if you're having, if you're struggling with relationships, maybe have that in your mind seven days straight. What I really want in a relationship is, you know, if you're wondering, I'm not sure how the relationship with the partner I have now is working or um, how do I want things to look with my children as they get older? Like anything, just put that in your mind as you begin to do this. Do it seven days straight from top to bottom. Don't read it. Don't worry about no one's going to read it. So don't worry about it being stupid. It doesn't matter. And then go back and reread it on that seventh day circle, highlight, whatever. And I guarantee you, you will discover something that you didn't know before. 
Okay, so maybe you're stuck on a decision. Try thinking of things you can actually do in regards to that decision. So you want to change jobs, but you're unsure where. You don't know where to start. Maybe it's been so long since you looked for a job. Okay, what's an actionable thing we can do? We could do a Google search for places that are hiring in your area. Maybe updated websites that help you find jobs faster. You know, maybe they didn't have that back when you were first started where you're working now. How to find a job. Maybe you can look on YouTube, um, top five skills to have in an interview. You know, you brush up on your interview skills. Maybe you can look up a YouTube video on what is the most up-to-date type of resumes that employers are looking for, right? So those are actionable steps that you can take to get you to your goal. You want to change jobs. Then maybe you can go and get a feel for the environment if you do find a place that, oh, I might want to work there. I might want to be in that environment. Go check them out. Talk to them. You don't have to wait for an interview to go, you know, get a feel of most places. What about if you need to lose weight, but you're unsure of where to start? I mean, you look on line you will just get so overwhelmed all the different advice this diet that diet this and that you know it can be overwhelming what can you do track your meals for the next seven days to see where you can improve like we know right we know what we need to be doing so how about start from within start from us track your meals for the next seven days no judgment and then take note of okay well I always need something sweet after I eat dinner Maybe I can stop that. Just that one thing, right? Ask your friends for their favorite trainers or maybe they have certain meal plans that they like. You know, I love budget bites, by the way. So make sure y'all check them out. Set one small goal. You know, every morning I'm going to meal prep my lunch, you know, or at night when I go to bed, I'm going to know what I'm going to eat tomorrow. I mean, just start small, start somewhere, take action. Maybe you want to save for an emergency fund. You can start by giving yourself a spending limit each week. You know, instead of getting paid and just doing whatever you want, and maybe you don't know how much you spend. What sounds good? You know, what number sounds good, feels good to you? Start there. Track that. You know, just start small. Maybe you take out your spending money as cash, and you say, I'm not going to use my card. I'm only going to use my cash. When the cash is gone for my spending money, I'm done for the week, or I'm done for the two weeks. Do a Google search. What are the top 10 budgeting apps? Ask a friend. Get in a Facebook group. You know, there are different mom groups you can hop in. Hey, what are, what budgeting app are you guys using now? Why do you like it? Why, you know, what, what don't you like about it? You know, do a few minutes of people love to help. Like we all love to just jump in. Oh, I'm using this, especially if it's something we really love or we really hate. We're like, oh, I'm losing this. You got to try it. And then everybody has codes now. You get $10 and I get $10. You know what I mean? So just like X. What we want to do is take action and action that will actually move you towards your goal. It's important when we're doing this to ensure that we aren't wasting time doing more research or thinking, what should we be doing? You know, you can easily get caught up for hours, days, weeks, months, even years searching for the right type of job, which really you're not searching at all. This is just us keeping our mind busy. Weight loss regimens, budgeting plans. Oh, I need to look up this and look up that. It's called analysis paralysis. When you say you want to do something, but you research and research, and then you get even more confused or more like, oh, no, I can't do this. More fearful on what you should do. Maybe you shouldn't do it. You know, you're getting overwhelmed. Oh, let me, I need to first plan this. Out. I have to have everything planned before I get started. You know, so you get overwhelmed. You don't know where to start and you end up doing nothing because honestly, also 
research feels great. You feel like you're doing something, right? It's a great way for you to be taking action without any risk. For example, if I'm researching, I'm going to start my own business. Researching and joining clubs and joining Facebook groups and doing courses and learning this and learning that, you have tangible things that you're actually doing without the risk of putting yourself out there. Paralysis analysis. Look it up, hashtag TikTok it, and you will learn so much. And another tip, when you're stuck on a decision, write five things that you can actually do in regards to that decision. So do you have an action book? If you're a digital gal, maybe you can create a Google Doc folder for it on your Mac or your computer, a pages document, you know, where you write down your top five goals, let's say, and journal about why each of them are important to you. Once you're done, take some time to reflect, read over what you wrote, then choose your very top goal right now. Something you want to do now, not five years from now, not in the long run, but like now, your first goal you want to tackle and write that goal down on a goal card. Have it somewhere where you can see it, read it, think about it and process it every single day. So maybe you got it on a sticky note in your bathroom. Maybe it's a sticky note on your side table. Maybe you got a little small sticky note on the inside of your phone case. You know, maybe it's in your dashboard somewhere where you're constantly seeing it. Maybe you have a sticky note on the front of your favorite credit card card that you use right it has to be in your face also it needs to be specific very specific because our subconscious mind only knows specific it doesn't know oh I can't wait till or one day I will be you have to be in present tense and specific some examples I am so happy and grateful now that I work for a company I love doing what I love on June 1st 2023 I am so happy and grateful that I weigh 180 pounds and I have a healthy relationship with food. I am so happy and grateful now that I have $1,000 saved in my emergency savings, January 1, 2023. With these goals, it's important to get emotionally involved with them. Really feel that they're real. Every time you read them, it's important to be in the present tense and it's important to set a date. We're guessing on the date, of course, because we don't know the gestational period for an idea. But this is how you create a goal that your subconscious mind can get emotionally involved with. And it doesn't know what's true or not, what's crazy or not. It just knows what is. As we wrap up this session, please remember that you will have a special gift, something that you bring to this world that nobody else can. Not quite like you. That no matter where you are, you are a blessing, you have power, and you have the ability to create and meet any goal you want. Remember that if you can see it on the screen of your mind, you can hold it in your hand. But you must act. Even the smallest movement could catapult you to where you want to be. And trust the process. Where you are now is exactly where you need to be in order to get to where you want to be. Everything is a learning experience and what you are going through now and in the past was needed for you to be a light for someone else. And today's mom shout out goes out to Dina Mackey. I met her actually on Facebook. We shared some Facebook groups together and we are actually both nurses. So that was cool. She's also an author. So she wrote a book for nurses about the nursing field and her experience. Here's a little about her. Dina Mackey is a skilled registered nurse with experience in numerous modalities of nursing. Her extensive experience has allowed her to understand the vital and key components of nursing and the healthcare industry at a deeper level. By sharing from her personal history, she hopes her readers will be better informed. 
by not only answering their questions, but also providing clarity to what they can expect when choosing nursing as their field of study when charting their career path. Dina is passionate about health and encourages anyone who wishes to improve their state of being to consider juicing in their goal to live a healthier lifestyle. Dina is also a licensed finance specialist. She educates and assists individuals and families with financial planning and other related services. So like I said, she's an author, super exciting, and the book is called Nursing at Its Finest. This book discusses her personal professional journey to becoming a registered nurse. Each chapter from beginning to end describes what inspired her to gain interest in this field and the steps she took to achieve such a goal. She doesn't hold back on all the challenges she faced. She's transparent in how she overcame them and what she has learned because of them. She takes the reader into her world and allows them to empathize with all that she has endured. So I'm super excited about this book because I know a lot of women in general and moms who want to be nurses, but they don't know where to start or they're not sure. What is it like? What is it like to be a nurse? You know, what are your options? I get those kind of questions all, all the time. I've been a nurse almost 10 years now. Um, I think it's a beautiful field, especially if you want a career that is never going away. You can always find a job and there's hella bags to be made, okay? So definitely, if you're interested in nursing, check out this book. She talks about nursing school, the NCLEX, getting your first job, and all kinds of things that comes up in our mind when we think, hmm, I think I might want to go to nursing school. So check her out, y'all. Check the show notes. I'll have her website there where you can go and purchase her book, and you can also follow her on Facebook. That wraps up this week. I hope you found value. Please share with a mom friend, subscribe and leave a review. This helps this podcast to get into the minds of those who need it most. I would love to hear what you think about the episode. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Moms Who Achieve. Looking forward to chatting with you next week. Take care.